And currently in the Roanoke area, they're getting some uh, light rain and snow uh, there, 32 degrees at the uh, Roanoke Regional Airport. In Lynchburg, it's a a little bit warmer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Still some rain and snow showers, though, 36 degrees. And then in Danville, looks like Danville's getting mostly rain at this point. uh, And they have 37 degrees. Looks like we're going to have a lot of... uh, precipitation of one kind or another okay today and some schools closing early yeah so have some uh, some light conditions here in the the studio a little bit of decaf coffee on the floor and my <laughs> arm uh, currently because my headphones got caught now granted it tipped over but it was nowhere near the board because i don't put stuff near the board trey who was filling in for me on friday and monday and jeff uh Taylor's going to be here with Janet Rose. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be some really good shows Monday yeah, uh, and Friday, Friday and Monday of uh, next week. Are you going on a cruise? Trey's going to run the Another board. Another cruise coming up? Uh, no, no, no. This is a family gathering ah. of cousins getting together. This is just. I a, didn't think uh, lambs could get together well, unless no, they were on a cruise. This isn't the lambs. Oh, that explains it. Okay. Yeah, this is this is the uh, the other side of the family, my wife's side. <laughs> so uh, they don't cruise. They just, you know, all you know, drink their drinks and smoke their cigars around the pool in which Georgia. Right, which sounds like that's what I'm doing. I'm sorry, guys, that I'm still coughing and right. carrying on. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to. but uh, So apparently we are not the only ones who have weird dreams. Uh, oh, we we okay. have heard from some folks yeah. this morning. Uh, apparently we've heard from more, more than one listener who has the, the dream of being back in high school. Have yes. you had that dream? I've had it too many times to recount. Or actually, I'm in college. Yeah, I'm in college. Oh, those are the ones you're having. Because I can't find my syllabus. And I'm in between classes. It always picks up. The scene picks up when I am in between classes trying to find my locker, which has my syllabus. And I know I have a paper due that I haven't done. Now, I have had the dream where I'm trying to get my locker unlocked and I can't do it. Yeah. Like, I can't can't figure figure it out. Uh, So, I've had that dream. I've also had very pleasant dreams for, uh, about school mm-hmm. you know where it's just like a regular day right like nothing you mm-hmm. know it's just like you're a kid again is it high school or junior high or do you um do high, you track a certain uh high school high usually school, high school mm-hmm. yeah and is, and and it's and it's usually do you think warm it's, fuzzy feelings okay do you think it's kind of tied to you know uh, unmet expectations maybe in high school or things like that <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't know if it's that or if it's just taking your place back taking you back to kind of a simpler time mm-hmm. you know we thought and high school could be dramatic yeah but there are also some good things about high school and yeah. those relationships you had with friends and you know you really didn't have it, when you think about it at least high school the way we had high school mm-hmm. uh you weren't tied to the phone there wasn't that constant yeah. you know so you had a little bit of breathing room yeah, sure. in between things. You weren't constantly worried about things because you weren't constantly on top of things. How about this anticipation that I might run into my best friend in the hall in between classes instead of we've been texting for the last 10 minutes? Yeah, I know. We'll meet it. And how and how, how precious that little time was. Yeah. Yeah. Did you all have a senior lounge? Um, I don't remember having yeah. one no we had a senior lounge and that was kind of cool today it's ironic because we're talking about the phone because today it was in 2007 that steve jobs told the world you know the world's going to change because the iphone came 
All right. Did you confirm or deny that story that you were telling me off the air? Which one? About the the iPhone that got sucked out. I have not confirmed because I was busy doing production. Supposedly, an iPhone got sucked out of that plane, that Air Alaska. The Air Alaska plane? 16,000 feet, landed on the ground, and still worked. That's crazy. Yeah, we, we got to look that up. I, I, I've only only heard it on the radio yesterday, and you know, you have to t- take everything, including us, with a grain of salt. Make sure you check us out and make sure we're telling you what's the right thing because, you know, sometimes we can get scammed ourselves when it comes to news stories. But the, That doesn't the, seem possible to me, well, and here's guy, why. Well, the guy that called in and said if it, it probably fell flat and the resistance of a flat object coming down now, he said if it was coming down end on end, that would pr- pr- probably crush it. But he said the physics would state that it would be flat, which would slow it down. I'm just saying. All right. This is from the Washington Post. Okay. And it says how an iPhone that fell from Alaska Airlines plane um, you know, it survived, stayed fully intact. Mm-hmm. What? That's that's amazing. That is amazing because I have to tell you, my iPhone didn't even survive falling into a vat of cornbread batter. So, <laughs> how is that possible? And that was a soft landing. And that was a very soft landing. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind landing in a bowl of whatever you just said, <laughs> a vat of. Uh, uh, it wasn't a vat, <laughs> but I was making. I was talking to my friend Kim. Right. I was making cornbread. <laughs> And, and I was holding it my, oh, on your shoulder, and yeah. my shoulder, and it went bloop. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't just stick your hand. Did you stick your hand right down in it? I did, and it was hot. Was no, it? no, 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 oh, okay. no, no. I was just mixing oh, it. Oh, you were mixing. No, okay, I was okay. just mixing it. No, okay. it wasn't hot. And so, so I had to like get it all. I mean, now it did work technically for right. a while, right. and I was like beating, you know, little kernels of. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Dowdy was like, "Only you would drop your iPhone." <laughs> In, in cornbread batter. Right. Most people drop them in the toilet. Uh, uh, I yeah. Mean, and this, let's be honest. I had a, a friend who's, uh, whose kid dropped her iPhone into a glass of milk. Ooh. Yeah. That, that didn't survive. Yeah. But it survived the fall. I remember. From, from the, uh, the airplane. That's just weird. One of my flip phones back in the day landed when I was working construction. And, and out of war, bib overhauls a lot. So it, it, it fell out. I mean, look, the screen didn't even break. How, how is that possible? And the picture, the screen on the picture is fully intact. Right. And it's got one of those uh, those peel and stick, you know, gator shields. That's not even cracked. So it had to land on the metal side. That's not even an otter box. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's just a standard phone without anything. It probably has something. But that's... That's amazing. That is incredible. I just... There's a part of me that's like, really? Hmm. 16,000 feet. That is a long drop. But couldn't survive cornbread batter. <laughs> Interesting. 866-916. You need to get on that apple. <laughs> 3776. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Hey, guys. Y'all getting into some deep stuff this morning. Some uh, Carl Jung and, and uh, Freud and some physics. Yeah. Uh, you know, with the dreams and everything. Yeah. And you were talking about physics. Basically. Uh, yeah, that's. But, uh, well, I don't know how deep a David anyway, Hasselhoff dream can get, but yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Somebody uh, said the phone was still under warranty. Ah. 
Yeah, it might have been. That's usually what happens after the warranty runs out. Yeah, it said it if it wasn't, but... it would have exploded. Exactly. It would have blown <laughs> hey, up a small city. Did y'all see this uh, Fannie Willis uh, story that's breaking all over Twitter and everything? Uh, it, apparently, she's involved in a sex scandal, and they probably going to throw out that Georgia case against Trump. I'm like, I'm starting to believe this guy's got a golden horseshoe. Well, well, I'll tell you what, I, I don't know if he does because, you know, Drudge, of course, Drudge doesn't, it's not owned by Matt Drudge anymore. Thanks for the call, Alan. Uh, you know, it got sold and, and it when it got sold, it changed and it went against Trump. And if you look at the Drudge report today, they are tying the last several days, Trump to Epstein, Trump to Epstein. Apparently, Trump kicked him out of Mar-a-Lago because Epstein went after a young girl or something of one of the members. So Trump booted him out. This was years ago. Well, and I mean, they are so trying to tie him to Epstein. Well, if you if you were part of the, the New York scene and you were at the parties, right. you're going to be at a party with Trump. I mean, Cameron Diaz was in his notes. Right. And, and so we don't know who really is is what with this whole thing quit so was bruce, to, so was bruce willis yeah quit trying to tie trump to all this silliness trump's a germaphobe anyways the whole peeing on the bed in russia all that that was all like are you kidding me i don't think it was the bed that they were alleging i think that was the whole golden shower thing. well whatever it, yeah. it's just gross but Either i don't way. know i don't know who the fanny the, the fan, fanny it, for those of you who don't know um uh, the the um Former Trump campaign staffer and co-defendant in this Georgia election interference case Mm -hmm. involving the former president has accused Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis uh, and a prosecutor in the case of engaging in an improper romantic relationship. Right. Is the is the charge. I mean, so people are um, they're trying to disqualify uh, from further prosecuting the case. Uh, but, but I mean, at this point, they're just trying to. Uh, yeah. and, and everybody's just trying whatever they can to, you know. This to me, the meme should be, you know, all these people throwing a kitchen sink at Trump at the same time because the old adage is they're using everything, including the kitchen sink, to try to right. get Trump, which so tells they, me they're really afraid of him. So they've accused um, Willis and. And Nathan Wade mm-hmm. of having violated laws regulating the use of public monies, um, saying that the pair traveled together to traditional vacation destinations, mm-hmm. um, but did not include documentation of those alleged trips. Here's here's the thing: if they're you're gonna... saying Wade personally and financially benefited from his personal relationship with right. Willis, since he's received lucrative amounts under his continued contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, he will continue to be incentivized to prosecute this case based on his personal and financial motives. So he's acquired a unique and personal interest or stake in Mr. Roman's continued prosecution. Uh, the Trump co-defendant has yet to bring forward any hard evidence, it says. How many, unfortunately, how many carcasses are along the roadside of people oh, yeah. that were associated with Trump? Unfortunately, they bankrupted him. Don't get near Trump. You don't want to serve because you're going to get X, Y, and Z thrown at you. But so are the carcasses of those who've gone after Trump oh, yeah. are along the roadside. 
Now, in that sense, I would agree with Alan. He's got the golden, you know, shoehorn or whatever he said. Horseshoe. Horseshoe. I'd rather have a shoehorn. It's more practical Um, at my age, and especially one of those long ones that has the back scratcher built into it. They're about 25 inches long. Anyways, I I gave my sensei and my former pastor those as gifts, uh, those long plastic back scratcher shoehorns, thanks to Ace Hardware. But I digress. If you're going to go after Trump, you're and you're going to do the anal exam. You better cross every T and dot every I. You're going to get and, one by somebody who's yeah. going to go after you. So be ready, and and you better make sure that that closet has been cleaned up a little bit, so it takes them a while to dig your dirt. So when we come back, uh, I'm going to ask you a question. So be thinking about this: Have you ever ordered something at a restaurant? And you didn't realize exactly how much that thing was going to cost. Oh, jeez. And then it shows up and you're like, oops. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. My wife being lyrically challenged, she thinks that song is Rock the Cash Bar. Well, this lady did rock the cash bar, let right. me tell you. Uh, now, I've been I've been to restaurants, mm-hmm. very nice restaurants, where the prices weren't on the menu. Right. Uh, I will say it gave me a great deal of anxiety, oh, even absolutely. though I wasn't paying for it. Right, right. And, and, and therefore, I would order very modestly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I didn't know how much. Right things were going to cost it didn't again it didn't matter if i was paying for it mm-hmm. or not it it just it, it gave me anxiety um so this like have you i mean have you ever ordered something and it was far more expensive than you thought but especially like if you order something that's market price right yes and, I, yes and you don't know exactly how much it's going to weigh yeah. th- that things like that right. can happen sure this is a little bit different okay um located in Belfast, Ireland, a woman named Lindsay Bennett said that she ordered a cocktail that she couldn't afford to pay for. Okay. She said she and her husband were spending a few days in London just before the new year. After a night out and feeling a bit tipsy, she said she and her husband went to the hotel bar. There, she struck up a conversation with the bartender who she had just, who said, she said had just started his job. Mm Mm-hmm. I always drink champagne. I rarely drink cocktails. However, she was inspired to order something a little bit different. So she ordered a cocktail. She said she thought the cocktail was called 1890 and assumed that was the price of the cocktail. Okay. 1890, which is about $24 in U.S. dollars. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, is that, I thought that was a decimal. I don't, it was like pepper, but I thought it was a decimal point. Uh, the cocktail complaint contained Cristal, okay. an expensive brand of champagne, as well as 30 year old cognac and gold leaf. 
She said she was also given a huge book to sign. Now, if they're asking you for your autograph because you've ordered a cocktail, yeah, that should be your yeah, first that, sign. Yeah, that's not good. Right. Jeez. So she drank it mm-hmm. and received her bill for $2,000. Oh, my gosh. She said, wow. I, I was like, I, I, I can't afford to pay that. And U.S. dollars is about $2,500. Uh, she said she had misread the price on the menu. She said it was written as 1-8 gap 90. Mm-hmm. I thought it was 18 pounds 90. Right. Adding the other drinks were in that price range. I can't imagine paying $24 for a drink. Yeah, yeah, I can't either. She said, it was my mistake, but it was a genuine mistake. The bartender started to panic. <laughs> I guess so. Called over his manager. This was a five-star hotel. The manager was so discreet, very wonderful. He completely played it down. Mm. He told her to return to her room and enjoy right. the rest of her stay. Mm-hmm. She did not name the hotel. She spent the rest of her stay stressing about paying for the cocktail, which she said she didn't even enjoy. It was whiskey-based. It was more whiskey than yeah. Cristal, I guess. Okay. And she doesn't even like whiskey. Um. Finally, on another evening, she went to the bar and ran into the same manager from the previous night. Mm -hmm. The manager joked about how she was the girl who made us open up the Cristal uh, and then said that he had fired the bartender. I burst into tears. I was so terribly upset. He told her to relax. He had not actually fired the bartender, but had given him training because this has happened before. Ah. After that, we actually sat with the manager, enjoyed drinks with him and his family. Uh, I will forever check the price of cocktails from now on. Gosh, I wonder what the tab was after that. Uh, I'd probably be going. <laughs> rock that cash bar. Rock the cash bar. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, gosh. Oh, Lord. Well, that's nice, though. That they, It was you know, nice that they dealt with it. Okay, so, oh, my gosh, so... So the anything that has cristal in it is going to be expensive. They didn't drink the whole bottle, right? They just no, had no, no. a drink, a right. drink. Right. So what does the bottle cost? I I don't know because you know cristal. That's that's what all the gangster rappers they started drinking. Yeah, that I'm thinking. Okay, uh, I'm going to put a little water. I'm put half a shot of water back in there and mix it mix <laughs> it up. You know, um, it's champagne, so that would probably a, like flatten it yeah, out that there. That would not work. Okay, uh, three hundred, three hundred and ninety-nine dollars looks like uh, the yeah is what it cost. About three hundred bucks. Okay, three to four hundred bucks per the okay. Yeah, man, they're saying it, it can cost as little as one fifty. I don't know if there are different kinds. See, I don't. know. If you're looking to purchase, uh, you can check out Total Wine and More. <laughs> <laughs> our you favorite might, place around christmas time get a better price on that <laughs> see i don't appreciate champagne enough to even justify that so the other night i shared yesterday we you know we went to dinner with friends on on the saturday night mm-hmm. and i i didn't i just had you know soda water but at the end of the meal uh the the lady that was part of the of our group she ordered a second glass of wine it was red wine, and I, I really have gravitated towards the reds and the dries now. Especially over, in the over, winter. Over years. Yeah. Over the years. Started out as a sweet guy. Now I can't stand it, uh, the sweet stuff. But I said, I'll, I'll have what she's having. Just bring bring an extra glass. It ended up being 10 bucks, you know, for, for the glass, mm-hmm. which, which in my mind, 
that is like that is like at the top tier. I want to go for a glass right? of wine. Exactly. You know, I don't want to pay more than ten dollars for a bottle. I mean, especially when you could get like ten chicky nugs and <laughs> like a double cheeseburger. <laughs> like, true. If you and, got the and app. if I've got David Hasselhoff in my <laughs> right. back seat. Let me tell you what. I'm just saying. It's party time. Keep that in mind. I'm going for the largest chicken nug pack I can get over there, wherever the chicken nugs are sold. That's what my kid calls them. Chicken nugs. Yeah. There's I a love character that. on TV. She's uh, my chicken nug. Chicky, chicky nug, nug. Chicky parm. So if you're wondering why I referenced David Hasselhoff, I, I had a dream about David yeah. Hasselhoff last night. A little bit creepy. It's, it's going to be on the SoundCloud. I'm hey, not going to delete it. Speaking of creepy. Okay, <laughs> but uh, when we get, we got to go to break, and yeah. we got to go uh, get our, our headlines in. Uh, Michelle Obama, yeah, uh, says she's terrified about what could possibly happen in twenty twenty four if Trump wins. Well, just maybe. That's why in, I think maybe she's in running. general, she said there's such a thing as knowing too much. Right. Okay. Really, well. Sherlock? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Some say she's going to master. She's going to save the democratic party come i gotta tell you i'm not happy about time. seeing this um, headline okay that she's opening her yapper <clears throat> could you imagine four years of that Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. 731 almost cbs news brief kimberly mcbroom will have some local stories for us as well thanks for being part of the show today it's our groovy tuesday if you want to text us on any of the topics including my dream with david hasselhoff 434-248-0704 or call us on the toll-free line. Hit the digits, 866-916-3776. Currently 34 degrees with some light rain and snow in the Roanoke area. In the Hill City, 36 degrees with some light rain and snow. And then on the south side, it's uh, 38 degrees with just rain showers in that region. We have school closings in in different parts of our listening region. Go to WSCT.com forward slash weather. You'll be able to get those those closings. You know, just too many to mention. I will mention a few, though. We're talking about uh, Amherst County schools closed today along with Nelson County. We've got Buena Vista talking about a two-hour delay uh campbell county two hour uh let's see closing two hours early that's what's going on in campbell county so it varies from either school closings danville public schools closed today all staff report so either there's no school you're having a delay to get to school or you're getting out early so make sure you check with your your uh, school for your kids and your children and young people i shouldn't use the term kids i heard a long time ago that it's not nice to call them kids. I don't why? know why. We were called kids. Hey, go get the kids. Where the kids tell them it's, in tell the kids it's, Yeah, tell the kids it's time to come in. Why is that? Now they're what? always inside playing on their phone, so tell them to come in the kitchen. I, I haven't... I've never heard that. Yeah, well... It's insulting to call them kids? I've heard, like, serving in ministry over the years. Don't call them kids, so I try to say... Oh, that whole don't look down on them because they're young thing. Yeah. Say the young people. Wouldn't you do anything to be a kid again? Oh, my God, I would. Yeah. I mean, come on. You call me kid all the time. Are you being disrespectful? Apparently, (gasps) I am. Kiddo. Kiddo is a term of endearment, by the way. Well, I know. When I add the dough at the end. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Dough. Like Like Homer. (laughs) My son used to call me Daddy-O. That was like the cool 
Oh, got it. I loved it when he called me daddy. Okay. So, All right. Anyway. Hey, we're getting more information in on this disturbing story. Um, of And we and we talked about this at the time. Um, that shooting in North Carolina, the Halifax County woman. Yes. Um, her husband was also injured during this. Uh, Brandy Cox and her husband James had planned to confront a man who they say molested a family member. Now, this happened on December 12th at uh, Meadowidge Drive in Charlotte, North Carolina. When they arrived, the confrontation turned deadly. Brandy was shot and ultimately died. Mm. Uh, it was a very loud confrontation, led to numerous 911 calls from concerned neighbors. Right. Uh, one call said, there's a lot of arguing on the street behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one said, I called my wife and said, oh my God, can you hear these two people arguing? Uh, they, they told the 911 dispatcher, and then a gunshot went off in the driveway. Uh, someone else in the home called, said he shot the first, the guy, then the woman was on top of him, and he shot her as well. Wow. Uh, the caller and James Cox stayed on the line until police and paramedics showed up. Uh, James said, this son of a mm-hmm. expletive mm-hmm. wanted to molest my redacted and then turned around and shoot my expletive wife. Um, so these 911 calls are now being released. So far, nobody's been charged mm-hmm. uh, in, in the death of brandy or uh, there hasn't been uh, a charge in the alleged uh molestation so still a lot of unanswered questions with that story mm. and a family you know without a wife and a mom yeah so very tragic mm. so i have a one word answer for the text that just came in oh can someone explain to me why schools are closed one word weather yeah, but but weather I got one word for you too. No, I can't. I don't weather because it's not that cold. So I mean, maybe maybe they're maybe it's sticking weather in the or upper. Not, you believe me? It's the weather. The upper elevations, maybe, because I, sometimes I in the in rural I think it's areas, unpredict- maybe it's unpredictable. You know, Matt Ferguson, our staff meteorologist, gave us a kind of a grim. <laughs> forecast for the day it's just i mean it's all over the very place. gray yeah but and you know the most important thing is will the bus stop in rigna virginia on the line right now our <laughs> staff meteorologist and uh, news reporter white chocolate lover extraordinaire uh, in rigna virginia dale on the line good morning wow he's got teletype it's breaking news teletype in the background there it's, it's raining, and, and kids can't go to school. They might get wet. Well, that's true. Uh, well, I, I understand that my wife heard them said it's the high wind they're worried about blowing the buses off the road. Okay. Wow, that is high that's, wind. That's a, so we have to a lot of wind. Yeah, because school buses are pretty heavy, well, even empty. Yeah. But they're very high-gravity center of gravity, so. Well, that's true, true. and, true. and they don't have a lot of experienced drivers these days. It's like a days. box, a box with wheels. Yeah, so that true. I kind of understand. Yeah, well, yeah. better not right. to I take mean, a chance and, you know, have mom and dad work from home today if they can. Well, you know, I right, build like, houses. How do I work from home when I'm a builder? That's the question, <laughs> Dale. You pre-build the walls at your house, right. and then you take them back to the site. But you can't go home. out. I can't put them on the trailer. It'll blow my car and the trailer and the wall. Then you've got well, flying. You build, your, you build them in your garage today, and then tomorrow when they stop, oh, okay. you take them over. I get it. 
Mm. You gotta no. be a problem solver. And I've got a bone to pick. <laughs> okay, go I'm, ahead. I got a bone to pick. Yes. Um, I got sick a couple days ago, and I was trying to figure out how this happened, and I think I know. Um, if somebody was sick last week, and I see I got too close to the radio and caught it. Ah, wow, this is viral. <laughs> it's gone viral. Huh? Yeah. So how sick have you been? Pretty well, <clears throat> a little bit of a fever, a lot of aches and headaches. My wife's got it, too. She had a fever 103. Oh, wow. But yeah. I think I have narrowed it down. I don't believe it's the China flu okay. or the regular flu or that RSVP stuff. Wait, you got to have I a believe, reservation to get that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And I, I think since I got it, I was listening to y'all on the internet through my phone. So I think what I got was a computer virus. There you go. Well, Colt is your doctor then. Colt, yeah. Colt is your guy to take care of that kind of uh, virus. I, I have to tell you, whatever this thing is, it has like completely robbed me of mm-hmm. energy and it's funky. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's not COVID. I tested for COVID. Right. It's not that. So. Well, it's good for binge-watching stuff if uh, you, know, <laughs> well, you can't move from your couch. Yeah, I, I got, but I got so bored, with. T- although I slept a lot. I uh-huh. didn't really watch anything. So then I would do music, and then I would read a little while until right. my head hurt so bad I couldn't do that. Sure. Uh, so I had some cabin fever. So finally I was like, I just got to come back to work. Did you ever watch the show Monk, Dale? Years ago, when yeah. it was on free TV. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> well, I guess reruns are. But well, we we watched uh, my my sister in law open up our Peacock account, so we were able to watch the Monk movie. And of course, they staged it post uh, COVID. Right. And part of the one of the lines was, uh, "You're just like Mr. Monk now," because it the was whole like world on, is like Mr. Monk now. Like, and he says, "And you're not going to like it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but Monk had, took a COVID test every day and then he cataloged in a cabinet every test was well i did the one today i stick it in the on the shelf and they were all lined up chronologically so did you like the monk movie i thought it was okay i was, I was a little, little disappointed i, was, with I it. was as well hey thanks for the call dale maybe well, because... i got a series oh okay I'll tell you real quick you want, oh, yeah. you want sure. to binge watch two of them that are very similar one we watched last year we get it on discovery plus that my daughter has skinwalker ranch and then there's a new one Newer to us, three seasons of it called Blind Frog Ranch. Blind Frog Ranch. My son has been on me about watching Skinwalker. Okay. So I, I definitely you need should. to do that. It's, it's very interesting. And Blind Frog Ranch is very similar. It's actually a ranch. It's only about 10, 20 miles away from Skinwalker Ranch. Uh-huh. And they they have a lot of similar things. You know, they, What part of the country is... Skinwalkers, UFOs. Yeah, yeah. What part of the country is this take place in? New Mexico Northeast or? Utah. Northeast, Northeast U- Utah. Well, you know, I knew they'd go after the Mormons first, those darn aliens. Yeah, Bryce said it's very interesting, though. Because aliens like people that live clean. Clean living people. Well, people with some well, morality. Well, what well, are they doing in America, ranch, then? Yeah. Well, Blind Frog Ranch, what they're after is uh, Aztec gold. They believe the Aztec ah. gold, Rio Montezuma, when he left, uh, what was it, 15... 15- 20 and yeah. failed before cortez came back to seal all of the gold came north because there is evidence that the aztecs probably came from actually utah right went south and then they went back to what they call their cousins to hide their stash so oh 
Okay. They're looking for that. They found some stuff. Uh, I don't find this kind of stuff on my property, I wish. You know, old Spanish coins and chunks of gold. No, you're finding old Reese white chocolate wrappers that got buried by the dog or something. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> hey, Dale, thanks, buddy. Interesting. Uh, talk to you later. I don't know what we I think We always have to that. work the white chocolate in. Maybe the Aztecs created white chocolate. You never know. Maybe. I don't know. They so might what's, have. what's on the docket today? I mean, is there a you need to come up with a David Hasselhoff full menu. Some kind of a Hasselhoff cheeseburger dedicated <laughs> to me and your cousin Debbie, who just loves David Hasselhoff. She is all gaga about him. <laughs> She's not. She's really not. <laughs> but Janet's keeping Hasselhoff in her foremind. See, the, the worst thing you can do is let me know right. that you don't like something <laughs> that's at that gonna... level. Because then I've got to find every David Hasselhoff poster that ever existed. The cheesier, the better. Any cheese in the uh, Five and Dine today? Indeed. Oh, wow. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low to keep your food bill in check. So today's recipe is one that I tried just because I, sometimes I'll go and I'll look in my refrigerator and my pantry and I'll see what I've got. Right. And then I'll plan my dinner accordingly. Okay. Because I'm trying really hard not to have any waste. That's one ah. of my my 2024 goals there. Okay. Uh, today's recipe is for a zucchini gouda turkey meatball. Interesting. With a cheesy baked polenta and it is really, really good. There's like, the cheese. You will be surprised at how very delicious it is okay uh you're going to preheat your oven to 425 and in a large bowl you're going to combine your meatball ingredients which is going to be your ground turkey your uh, breadcrumbs a large egg Mm -hmm. uh, some gouda two-thirds of a cup of uh, shredded gouda some shallots uh, basil sun-dried tomatoes a medium zucchini that you shred i also uh, like to pat those dry uh, because i don't want too much moisture in there Mm-hmm. And then you're going to put in your garlic cloves and your salt and pepper. And so you're going to mix all of those together. And you don't want to uh, overmix just until it's combined. Okay. And then you're going to make them uh, into your meatballs and put them on a parchment line baking sheet. And you're going to bake them in the middle rack for about 18 minutes. In the meantime, you're going to prepare your polenta. And uh, you're going to make uh, a cheesy polenta with some milk, water, salt, Uh, You can use polenta or grits, uh, either one, Uh, a little bit of uh, cheese, and then your butter. And then you're going to have a marinara sauce that you can either make or you can use a jarred one. And you're going to, after you bake your meatballs, you're going to toss them in the marinara and you're going to serve it over the polenta. And it's super delicious. And if you've never tried, um, because it has a very Italian feel, but it almost has a higher end Italian feel. Okay. Because you're doing it over the polenta. Gotcha. And it's super delicious. Nice. And especially for those of you who can't have um, beef, uh, but you can have turkey or you can use chicken with this as well, you really might want to give this one a try. I was surprised, pleasantly surprised, at how delicious it was. You can find the recipe by going to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes we share brought to you by F&L Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg, where their meats are cut above. 
before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. We have to start with Lloyd Austin. Yes, please. The MIA Defense Secretary, who now we learn that he was completely out of commission. He had some sort of elective procedure Mm -hmm. a week ago. Mm-hmm. And something went wrong. Mm-hmm. It got infected. I don't. They're not telling us what the procedure was, but mm-hmm. something went wrong to the mm-hmm. point where on New Year's Day, he had to go into the intensive care unit, mm-hmm. and no one knew. <clears throat> That's it. Nobody knew. And is it just me, or is nobody talking about this? It seems like this would be a big deal. It should be a big deal. Yeah. It should be. A very stinking big deal. You've got the president in the Caribbean sunning himself on the beach. You've got his assistant secretary sunning herself in Puerto Rico on the beach. And Lloyd Austin goes into the hospital, then has a complication post-op when he's home and has to go back in the second time. And they're saying that they weren't informed. And you got two big wars going on, Israel, Hamas, Russia, Ukraine, which, let's face it, people— we got our fingers in both those pots. And and now the Pentagon is saying that a key staffer was out sick with the flu. Yeah, she couldn't well, tell. Well, too stinking bad. Does she have a phone? Exactly. Was she on her deathbed that she couldn't pick it up and call somebody? I mean, come on. I mean, Rose was on her deathbed last week, and we were talking by phone. <laughs> I felt Jeez, like people. I was. There was come a couple on. of days there. It wasn't looking good. And I, and um, I just imagine... The people in the know, and I'm talking about our enemies. Right. Our enemies have ears and eyes everywhere. I'm surprised there wasn't something that happened. Hospitalized for a week. Yeah. So, I mean. This is incompetence at its best. This is what bothers me about this whole thing is just, it's reckless. Mm -hmm. This entire administration is just reckless. It's reckless with the rules. It's reckless with truth. Right. It's reckless with its definition of of words. Even. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's it, it it's reckless with responsibility. It's scary. It is. Look at our Afghanistan withdrawal. That was total incompetence. Nobody's right. head rolled there. And 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 then the president, because the president's being told, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Well, and everything was, is good, Mister President. If he was in intensive care, he was not capable, right, of of doing his duty. He was under. You remember when they made such a big deal when George Bush, I think, had to go in for some procedure and would be incapacitated for four hours, and Dan Quayle, God forbid, became our our you know leading man in charge for four or eight hours whatever it was and they made a freaking huge deal of that okay but i mean we see it all the time if a governor has a procedure right. done they'll they'll literally for a few hours what swear you're in doing, another governor what you're doing is you are letting your enemies know look guys don't screw we don't have around. a plan you know don't screw around with us because they're letting the public know and the chain of command for crying out loud don't screw around while this is taking place they're saying they're may gonna look a, and see if procedures need to be changed no what the hell they didn't follow the they procedures yeah they don't need to be changed they need to be followed they need to be followed it's much like gun control much Jeez. like the gun laws that much, are on the books right let's or follow even, those even the laws that are on the books for the border right 
Yeah, this is outrageous. And it if is. this had been any other oh my God, administration, especially the Trump administration. Trump, they'd be asking oh my word. for several heads, including Trump. It would Trump's. be the headline of every paper, right. every website. I mean, it's largely just... It'd be, be like one of, not one of your deal. dogs that gets hold of the the toy that has them. Like, nang, nang, nang. They right. wouldn't let it go until yeah. you know there was until you wore it out. They haven't worn it out at all. I don't even know what happened yesterday in the press conference with Sean Pierre. She probably was her regular incompetent and then, self. And then you've got then you've got Jack Reed, a, a dem from Rhode Island who chairs the Senate Armed Services Committee saying this lack of disclosure must never happen again Uh, no not enough no it's not enough if you and i make a mistake (laughs) like that we're gone Mm -hmm. we're gone it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it was a mistake and this isn't a mistake you knew full well you were going in having this done right not a mistake it's it's derelict it makes you wonder what was the procedure for well was it for something embarrassing and that's why possibly is that why i i gotta this tell is you, gonna be rife see, with i had to theories i had to edit theories. well that's it they open themselves up yeah. to the tin hats or the tin yeah. foil people because they won't tell us megan kelly goes on to say later and i had to edit it is he getting a tummy tuck or a little bit further you know south <laughs> is he having something else done right and she said it and i won't repeat it right but i mean and i thank you for that yeah but it, it's okay. The guy is like it's six outrageous. four. He's a large man. Okay, he can have bad knees. Okay, he is an elderly man. We have our knees; they go bad in our sixties and seventies, and yeah. some people in their thirties. So just tell us you're having a knee replacement or something. Right. Look, there are thirty year olds that have right. knee replacements done. You know. Right. It's not a big deal. Was he having a butt implant? I don't know. A butt implant. What is that? <laughs> like a Brazilian butt lift? I don't know. That's a thing. I heard. Yeah. So I've heard. I don't know. Very bizarre. It is bizarre. Uh, Trump hearing today. Mm. Yeah. Which one? Uh, D.C. Federal Appeals Court will hear arguments on whether Donald Trump is entitled to dismissal of special counsel Jack Smith's uh, 2020 election case against him. Jack Smith is one of those dogs that won't let go of the piece of raw meat. Because of uh, presidential immunity. And if I hear another stupid reporter saying that that this special counsel is so disciplined, he works out 28 hours a day. There's only 24 hours in a day, you dimwit. (laughs) He's so disciplined, he's going and he's going to get Trump because he goes out and works out at the gym. I could give her flying rats, you know what? But he he doesn't even have... He makes stuff out of whole cloth. Sorry, I'm getting a little excited. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, um, but I've had too much cold medicine. <laughs> so, well, this prosecutor, be. like many of them, are making it up as they go along. Mm. In yeah. a in a in a reasonable court scenario, this stuff doesn't fly. But I've heard many people say he should never have even been assigned at this. Well, he's got some conflicts of interest if you look in his background. He's the one that went after, I think, our governor, um, former Governor McDonald, and that stuff was dropped. They do think that they're going to render an opinion quickly, though. They need to. Because the caucuses are, like, less than a week away. Well, and we'll talk about that uh, next hour, some of the things that are going on there. They say that there could be some surprises in Iowa. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. It's 8 o'clock. CBS News is next.